What is up? It's Megan, and I'm back with another episode of the Scare Photographer Podcast, a podcast where we talk to fellow photographers about their journey into their business, their struggles, their wins, keeping it super vulnerable, and in hopes that we inspire other creatives to keep going on their journey. Here's another episode coming up right now. Welcome back. Oh my God. Okay. So today's episode is a bit of an odd one for me. Not odd, but it's a change. It's a coming of, I don't even know where I'm going with that, but it's a change for today. And I'm so excited because I'm going to chat with somebody who is going to become the new co-host of the Scare Photographer podcast. And there's just lots going on. This may be the first, or sorry, the final episode of the podcast's actual original name, The Scare Photographer. Um, so I'm excited because I get to welcome Kate from Kate Closer Photography onto the podcast. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, so, so excited to be here. You've got my heart pumping a million miles a minute, by the way. I'm like hella nervous, but we're rolling with this. And I'm just, yeah, we've talked about this a lot, but it's, it's an exciting day. And I'm just very much looking forward to getting into it with you. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, Kate and I actually met back in February. Well, we kind of like virtually met probably in September of 2021. Um, we both September, October, yeah, I think I felt September is when he released tickets for this workshop. So we both are obsessed with Chewy from Chewy Photo. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. Shout out to Chewy. (laughs) Um, we both signed up for his workshop in February and virtually connected. Once he told me how many Canadians were coming, I'm like, who are they? I want to know who they are. And, um, yeah, so we virtually connected and got to know each other a little bit and then met officially in February at the funky workshop. And I feel like we just sort of instantly became good friends. Yeah. Yeah. It was like an instant, instant connection for sure. It was one of those things that if you meet somebody, you just know with everything in you that this is my person. And this is the kind of person that I want to be around and that I want to introduce to my people also. And yeah, we just, we share a lot of values, I guess the same values with our business, but also like with our families and with, um, self-perspective and all of that kind of thing. So yeah, yeah, there's a lot of connection that happened at that workshop and a lot of like two in the morning. I feel like every morning with Savannah. Yes. (laughs) Savannah. I know. I know. That was such a beauty. And, and Megan too, like there was, um, actually that was it. It was a pretty small group. Uh, there was just five of us. Right. So, um, Megan was wonderful too. So if you're listening, Megan, um, it was so, so lovely to work with everyone, but, um, yeah, we did a lot of, uh, bonding just specifically you and I and Savannah, we had a lot of late nights and early mornings. If you have followed Megan and I on Instagram, um, (laughs) you would probably see a little bit of that, but yeah, anyway, it was, was yeah, yeah. And I think that coming back from that trip, I was like, I love this podcast so much. I love this space that I've created. 
Um, but when you have another business to run and you have a family and you have lots of other stuff going on, um, it sometimes can be really lonely. And we had a conversation and I remember you saying that, you know, starting a podcast was on one of your list of goals to share. And I instantly in my brain was like, well, wait a minute, Mm -hmm. maybe, maybe this could be a thing. And then I remember reaching out to you and saying like, Hey, like, do you want to like join forces and do this thing? And you seemed and are just as excited as I was about it. So it was awesome. Yeah, totally. It's definitely been a thing that I've been working on in my mind. And I'm like, how the hell do I make this happen? How do I bring this to life and, and, and make it and do it right? I guess that's my biggest thing. There's all these things that we're going to get into later today, but it's like, it doesn't have to be perfect. You just need to, if you have a voice and if you have a message, that's what you focus on. Um, as you can see, I'm in my husband's truck. So we're here. I promise I'll do better next time. I didn't know this would be recorded, but I'm so happy to pop on because this is life. And, um, I'm very happy to be diving into the podcast world and especially with, with you, Megan. And yeah, there's a lot we have a lot to say. We have a lot to get out to the world and, and we're finally doing it. I know I'm excited. We've always told stories here on this podcast. Excuse me. Um, and we're going to continue to do that. We're still going to have um, other creatives on the podcast to talk about their journeys. Um, and then Kate and I are going to spend some time talking about all the things that we've experienced in the last however many years of our businesses and how we've managed to deal with that. We're going to bring on hopefully guests to help talk about those things and share some more. So there's going to be a lot more oomph to what mm-hmm. comes on to the podcast over here on this account. Um, yeah. And we're going to maybe rename it a little too. Not a little. It's going to get a new For name. A um, yeah. I love the scare photographer concept. Um, and I'm excited to continue that on with a new name, but we haven't decided yet. So step one, this is Kate. She is our new co-host and I am just so stoked. So today's episode, we're going to talk about Kate's journey and how we got to here. And, uh, we sort of shared obviously a little bit about how we met, but I'm going to totally, um, dive into UK and what got you into photography, where that all started, um, and what your journey has been like. So I'm going to pass it over to you. And how, when, when did you start? How did you get into photography? This is so crazy. I just have to say, if you're like, if you're listening, so I'm, I'm a photographer first, I'll get right back to the focus of the question, but I've been listening to podcasts and hearing people's elevator pitches and hearing people's who are you intro. And this is my, this is my turn now. And I'm really excited, but, um, I wouldn't want to be on any other podcast than this one. And I'm really excited to see where we're going with it. But so I am Kate. Um, if you don't follow me, if you haven't, um, been introduced into my world, I am a couples photographer. I'm a wedding photographer. Um, I focus on lifestyle a lot. So I love that. My biggest thing is just bringing um, experiences to people and finding ways to tell people's stories and journeys and show them how beautiful um, their moments are through photography. And that's, you know, that's my biggest thing. And I, I say to a lot of people, I love photography, but what I love most about it is what it gives me and the opportunities it gives me and the people that it, you know, it puts in my life. So I've been doing this for five years full four and a half full time. Um, I started, you know, pretty quickly. I had really big dreams. I'm a dreamer. I'm a doer. 
I'm a creative person who literally needs <laughs> like some help with like sanctioning it down and, and making it all kind of come to life. But doing that is one of my biggest things. So, um, yeah, four and a half years ago, um, I was in office management. I was in, um, writing, I was, you know, writing for, um, a news outlet in my city. And so I was in a creative industry, which I knew I wanted to be, but I wasn't fulfilled and I wasn't, I was still searching for something. So I would voice it to my husband all the time. And, um, photography has always been obviously a hobby. It's been something that I think Megan, you, you know, we've always been doing. And, you know, even before I had kids, I was just focusing on little moments of people's lives. And, and that's what I loved. So, um, you know, I voiced to my husband one day, I really, I really want to do something different with my creative energy. I feel like I really, I want to get into photography. I have no idea how to do all the things, but I want to start just looking into it. And that was in like, March, I think February, late February. And I just said that to him. I like manifested it. I was like, I want to go for this. And we, you know, at the time we're trying to start building our family and saving for a house to buy a home. And so finances were not like, they still aren't a strength for us. We are definitely someone or like, I guess a family who follows God. We have so much faith that faith that it's just like, as long as you have a lot of love in your life and you make the right decisions, things will fall into place and um, you just have to do it with heart. And things have always worked out for us. We both didn't come from a family with money. So we value it a lot when we make money, when we find success with finances, it's like, it's very rewarding. But at that time, we just weren't in that place. And I just, you know, talk about limiting beliefs. I'm like, I just don't have the money to do this. I want to start a business, but I don't know how and all of these things. And he just said to me, like, let's just get you a camera. Let's just figure out how we can do that. That's a starting point. And we had no money for a camera, but he said, babe, you know, I mean, my husband, if you follow me, you know, I love him so much. He's my best friend. And we've been together for over a decade. We met when, you know, I was 18, he was 25. It was such a weird journey for us, but we've gone through a lot and we're best friends. And he just knew that I needed this, you know, he knew that I needed this really badly. So he sold his truck. It was his, we called it, we called it Ron Burgundy. That was his name. (laughs) It was a really old Chevy truck and it was Burgundy and it was just like the comfiest truck in the whole world. But anyways, he's like, you know what? We can do this. We can make it work. We did have like my vehicle, another vehicle. So we didn't like totally poop ourselves, but (laughs) he sold his truck. You know, I bought a camera. I bought, I was like, I, I didn't know what kind of camera I literally YouTubed. I'm like, what what do people shoot with? What do I need to look for? Um, so I didn't go in totally blind, but I got a, you know, Canon rebel T six I, I think a T seven I, and that was the camera that I shot with for literally four years. I just Um, got, you know, my dream camera about six months. No, probably more than that. I'm also really bad at the time, but I just got my (laughs) dream camera. So it's been a journey, but that was definitely the kick that I needed. And Um, when you have that, I got it in my hands and I thought like, this is becoming real. And so I slammed every time, every moment that I had into YouTube and like learning, how do I shoot in manual mode? Because I knew that that's what I need to do. And, you know, so I'm completely self-taught. And then, you know, I was just, I needed to find people that I could find like kind of some inspiration from some people that can lead me down the right paths. And I did that online and yeah, I mean, 
there's a lot more to it, but that's just kind of what got me into this industry yeah. and into the world. And yeah. What was and, that first year like for you with that camera? Like, <laughs> I was like it was so fun. I mean, it, it's crazy to talk about this. I don't think I've ever actually talked about it and I'm five years in, which is kind of wild, but yeah. it was so fun. It was, uh, for me, if, if I see potential, I'm like, what do I have to do to get to that point? Yeah. And so I had the camera in my hand. So that whole year I'm like, how do I make this my bitch? And I just found a lot of different ways to bring Kate into photography because it's the word I hate is oversaturated. But what that means is, yeah, like there's a lot of us out there. There's a lot of photographers out there, but mm-hmm. I wanted to find ways to make me stand out and make it different for people. And so my first year was like, how do I do that? And so I didn't even know how to like, how do I interact with people? What do I want to shoot? Um, you know, how do I, how do I really get confident with my camera and make my subjects confident, even just figuring out that, like, I don't even know what steps there, there needed to happen that, that needed to be laid out, but by applying myself and I just really got as many people in my circle and in my world with that camera as possible. And I did a lot of free shit. I had a lot of I've made a lot of mistakes. I learned a lot of things that had to be implemented. And honestly, you just when you want something bad enough um, and you're this close to it, but also this close to it, it's for me, it was all I needed to really get into it. So the first year was just a lot of like, let's try this, applying myself here, a lot of confidence shakers. Like I had to like figure out how to be confident in what I was offering. And um, you know, the imposter syndrome, I'm like, I just taught myself how to do this on YouTube. How am I going (laughs) to do business at this? But when you find, strengths and you find, you know, that you can make a difference with it as long as you have full, I guess, faith in yourself and like passion, you have to have the passion. It has to be there because it gets hard. And, you know, in the end of my first year, beginning of my second year, um, it got hard. And then I was like, if I didn't love this and if this wasn't my thing, this is probably where I would have been lost. So yeah. yeah, it was, it's been, it's been crazy. What was one thing that like you were saying that after that, that transition between year one and year two, cause yeah, I know year one is like, it's all new. You have yeah. like, you have that ability to like lean back on like, Oh, I'm new. So it's okay. And then when you get into that second year, you're like, okay, I'm not new. I'm supposed to know what I'm doing, but like when you make a mistake or something doesn't work, it's, I don't know, it feels totally different. What was that like for you? Like when you're saying like, okay, I struggled, like, (laughs) and that's so funny that you just said that because that was the struggle. So when I set my business, I'm very intentional with things. Um, I've become more intentional learning how to even apply intention into a business. The first, the first year, like you set your goals, right. And for me anyways, I did, and I didn't really know what those would be, but they came in, they fell into place very quickly. And so it made me that much more excited for the second year and the third year. And then with that, I set these goals for my second year. And then when that came and I didn't hit them, I was like, this isn't work in my mind. I'm like, this isn't working the way that I thought it would be. And especially because we took the leap at a time where we didn't have financial plans really for, for me quitting my job and going full-time, because I guess I didn't mention that. Like I did, I worked full-time at 
at a, a news outlet. I was a writer and it was a full-time income. And so for me to quit that, that was a really big jump. Um, you when, know, did you, but, when did you quit? So I think I mentioned, we started kind of talking about this in February, got my camera in April and I quit in May. Oh, wow. <laughs> so this is what I mean when I yeah. want. And I'm, I'm th- I think for me, um, I've grown up kind of the way I've grown up. It's like, if you really want it to work, you kind of have to give yourself no other choice yeah, really. Do. And so yeah. it, it, honestly, I was also going through a lot emotionally, like not emotionally, but like mentally, I was dealing with some mental health issues being mm-hmm. at my job that I couldn't apply myself to was sucking everything out of me. And, um, you know, the anxiety that that brought and the self trauma, I guess that that inflicted of me literally, and it sounds dramatic, but I was like, I cannot do this stuff anymore. Like I need to be doing something else. And this was where it led me. And when I wanted, like, it was just on my heart. So I went for it and But yeah, what, what became difficult into the, you know, the the next year and even the third year, um, was just realizing that it's not always going to be easy. The first year, everyone's excited, right? Everyone's like, Oh, great. She's doing photography. I love her stuff, or I'd love to see what she can do. And, you know, and then when your momentum kind of dies down a little bit with the community, finding that drive again, to figure out how to come back and how to keep something consistent, that's hard. And that's where I'm like, this isn't, always going to be easy breezy but as long as I'm here fully in my heart for it um you know it gets easier yeah wow yeah it's hard to lean into that because that's sometimes like when you're not booking something and you're like oh like I believe in me but now I got to figure out a way to now get everyone else to continue to still believe in what I do yeah and I think for me too I I think subconsciously I had a lot of I put a lot of pressure on myself because I'm like, my husband just sold his truck. I just quit my job. Yeah. We have a baby. I mean, I don't even actually, yeah, no, I definitely did the photography, <laughs> my business long before I got pregnant with my first, but a family was always part of our priorities. And so I was just like, I just felt this pressure to have everything aligned and this is a business and it has yeah. to work. And then I also had like the, the metrics of like, I think it was like, one in every three businesses fail, like within their first five years, they, they yeah. fail. And like, this is not going to be me. Yeah. Uh, so there was a lot of pressure. Um, and then I guess now, you know, when you figure out how to let go of that a little bit and let go of, I'm doing this to make money or I'm doing this to pay my bills and you focus on why you're actually doing it, you know, it, it, it does get easier. The yeah. hard days here. Yeah. Um, what was it like? so you had, you have two kids now. Yeah. What was that like, like becoming a mom while you're still like, like (sighs) nurturing this business? (laughs) That is a whole nother journey. (laughs) If you've, if you've followed me, if you're listening, I have struggled immensely with this. Um, the adaption has been would be big, you know, but for me, every day is a learning curve. Um, there's also a lot of situations like we don't have childcare right now because of COVID we did have a, you know, situation where, um, our daycare shut down and I was like, okay, so we're going to just roll with this. I now have a full-time business and two kids. Um, 
So yeah, my children are young, which makes it a little bit more difficult. I have a two and a half year old and a, an 11 month old. He's 11 months yesterday. So Mm. we're very busy, but, um, I think the biggest thing was the expectations. Like when I, before I had my son, my oldest son, I was like, I know that my life is going to change here and my time and my priorities are going to change. And so it's honestly, I don't even know how to answer this question because I feel like I have nothing figured out. Like every, I have this, there's heavy seasons and easy seasons. And I have a lot of help, um, within our family here. So that's, that's, that's great. And like, I'm literally sitting in a truck today recording my first podcast (laughs) on my bucket because my two children are sitting inside my home with my husband. And so, you know, I think the biggest thing is it's not going to be perfect, but just figuring out how to accept the journey and like, Uh just roll with it and know you're not alone in, in the juggling of it all. Um, it's really difficult to find balance. And I don't think I've met anybody in this planet that has it. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, You mentioned you cut out a little bit. Um, so I just want to back up a bit. Um, you mentioned a little bit about mental health struggle Yeah, and what's that been like for you? And like, I know that, um, I deal with mental health issues, um, personally myself. Um, and I'm, I, I do feel like it's a common thing that comes up in the, cre- it's a common thing that in the world, you know, on its own, but I feel like in the creative world, it's, I don't know, it's like a completely different, um, level of, um, I don't want to say issue, but I just see it come up more and more, especially in the creative world. Um, so what's that been like for you? Um, and maybe just tell if you're comfortable talking about that a little bit. Yeah. Of a journey okay. That would be great too. Um, yeah. totally. I'm an open book. I usually am known to like share way too much. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> That's why it works. <laughs> yeah. Ditto. I know. I'll you when I click, but it's. Um, no, honestly, my journey with anxiety has been, and that's what it is. I suffer from anxiety and like minor depression. I've had, I have seasonal depression. So, um, when I was working at the news outlet that I was working at as a writer, that was my worst season with all of that. Um, Mm -hmm. I've honestly dealt with it kind of my whole life. I think like not severely, but I mean, when I think back on it, I totally had anxiety growing up. Um, I have a lot, I had a lot of like insecurities and, Mm-hmm. self-image issues and things like that. And, um, you know, I didn't come from the easiest. Hmm. I'm like, my mom's going to be listening to this. Episode. <laughs> I didn't come from the easiest. Yeah. Oh my God. My mom is amazing, but she, you know, we had our struggles growing up mm-hmm. and, um, where am I going with this? We had our struggles growing up. And so for me, it was definitely, uh, something that was, I was very used to, I was very much used to like, um, being uncomfortable kind of thing. And so anxiety, when I was like 22, it really hit me hard. I started my medication. It was something that, um, and honestly, I've talked to a lot of people that I know getting on medication and things like that is a really big topic for some people. And for me, I didn't, I didn't think much of it. I wasn't like ashamed that I had to be on it. I just really wanted stability in my life again. I was at a point where I couldn't, get out. I didn't want to get out of bed. Like, and it sounds so, I mean, you hear about it, but when you go through it, it's so different. And then, um, it sounds so dramatic, but I mean, really it's, it's crazy. It's paralyzing. And when it became paralyzing, uh, to me and affected my priorities and my desires and my life and my day to day, that's why I'm like, okay, this shit's got to change. Like 
what, whatever. Like if I have to take a pill, great, then I can get out of bed and get on with my life, you know? So like cancer, um, diabetes, like if you have these diseases, you have to, or, you know, whatever you have to take medication for it. And that's just something that you have to do for self-care. And so that's when I started telling myself, this is my self-care. I started taking my medication, which I was very lucky to the first medication that I was prescribed. It worked for me. And I know that's not always the case. So you know, I've played with my levels of it a little bit, yeah. but I take one pill a day and oh my God, don't ever forget because I've forgotten and like three days is not a good situation, but mm. it's just been enough to level me out and stable me down a little bit. And, yeah. um, yeah, it's been a wild journey, but I have an amazing support system and my husband over the you know decade and, and more that we've been together, he, he's had a journey of learning how to help me with my episodes and my depression and things like that. So yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Amazing. it's been, it's been handled. It's been really like controlled the last couple of years, but yeah. as an entrepreneur, as you were saying, it's different and you have, um, you definitely have more seasons that come and go with that, that align with how your business is doing, I think. And that makes it more difficult for sure. Yeah. Did you find, like you'd mentioned your job caused a lot of anxiety. Do you find like did getting into photography help a lot? with that? That's why I remember Megan, that there was days and I actually, I don't know why I keep going back to. So before I was the writer, I was an office manager at a dental clinic and I loved the job. I loved my boss. I loved the people that I worked with. It was a beautiful, brand new dental clinic. I was, I had a beautiful desk. Like it was everything that I had like wanted for like that job kind of thing. And I have never been so unwell. I would go. And so it was actually, so it was a new establishment. And so she would be closed in the mornings and afternoons we would take patients. So I would have the mornings to do like the paperwork and things like that. And there was, I think two weeks straight that every morning that I would go to work, I would have such bad anxiety attacks that I would end up in the storage closet, literally cornering myself needing to call my auntie like and I don't know what was happening I just I needed to do photography and I knew that so or not even that at the time I need to do something else and then that's where I kind of led into what am I doing with my life and what's my purpose and that led me to the camera you know and telling stories but that point in my life I'm like I need something to I need something different and I have to change this and so that's also you know it was also affecting my mental health so bad. And it was just, I think going to a job where you're working so hard for someone else's dreams and someone else's vision and someone else's business. Yeah. And I'm like, I was literally working on my, you know, my blogs and all these things as, as much as I could in the downtime in my mornings, you know, and there was, I just, I wasn't applying myself and my soul where it needed to be. And that needed to be changed. Yeah. Yeah. I can relate to that. I had the same thing. I would like drive across the, like when I, the job I had before I lived in a different city and I would take a bridge. And I remember like fantasizing about getting in a car accident on the way to that job. And I'm like, oh, this is not good. (laughs) Like this is not not normal. I don't think people, and I feel like um, this, I, I was, it was like totally hitting me home when you were saying that about putting yourself in the closet and realizing like, yeah, like this is not okay. And as, as secure as this job is, um, yeah. sometimes 
yeah, it's, it's wild how that happens. And I remember feeling the same way and thinking like, I can't live like this. I know. And like the security thing too is huge because yeah, like it was the best paying job I've ever had. I had been, did I have benefits? Yeah, I had benefits. I didn't have a pension or anything, but it was such a good paying job. And I was so comfortable. Like I was mentioning all these things that you want. Yeah a great boss, beautiful clinic, you know, beautiful desk, all these things. And I just, I was hiding in the fucking storage closet. (laughs) What's going on? So yeah, yeah, there was, you know, that was a big shift for me where I'm like, yeah. And like, I'm not 18 anymore. Like I'm, I'm, I can go after something like this is my life and I need to start making it happen, you know? So I don't know. I was sick of calling my mom crying. I'm like, this has got to change. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, I'm super thankful that you got into photography because that led us to meet each other. And now we're on this new journey together. And I appreciate you sharing your story so much with me and everybody. I feel like there's always so much more to it, but for like, yeah, it's like, what's your elevator? Yeah. Well, and a big part of, um, why I, we are doing this together now is because in a lot of the conversations that both of us have had over the last few months, I've realized like how much of both of our stories are not only relatable, but we just have so much to share. And even if our, like we reach one person and we encourage one person to make a change in their life, um, that, really makes me happy. Um, and that was the whole point of this project. When I started it back in 2020, I really wanted to, I was inspired by people's stories and I wanted to continue to share that with people so that other people could be inspired. So our whole intention for this podcast is going to stay the same. We're still going to tell stories. Um, but it's going to be like, you're coming to have coffee with Kate and I, and we're going to talk about the nitty gritty, the struggles, the bullshit that we've all experienced, not all, but the two of us for sure have experienced. And, um, you know, there are times where I'm still like, have those moments of like, Oh, what am I doing? Like, I love it so much, but what am I doing? (laughs) Um, and we'll be able to continue to share all of that information and all of those journeys, um, through the podcast. So I'm excited. And the goal now is to share this more often. So right now the podcast has been currently airing two times a month and my goal is to try and up that. So you get to hang out with us more often. (laughs) And we're a lot of fun. And really what we want to do, like Megan said, just to expand is we just want to give people a safe place to come and be themselves and be like, listen, like this is my experience. And it's, not only learn from each other, but it's just a great conversation to have. And I think Instagram has become, we're all like, it's a community for, you know, being interactive. Is it though? I mean, I feel like there's just so much competition and so much comparison and stuff. And so I feel like this is a great, this isn't Instagram, but it's another community that we can really cultivate that. So Yeah. And our goal too, is to create some online communities, whether that be on Facebook or on our uh, website. So um, if you're listening to this podcast episode, when we're recording it, we don't have it all figured out yet. Uh, we're working on all of that information. So when you hear this episode, um, head to one of our Instagram pages. Um, mine's Megan Ashley Creative and Kate's Kate Kozer Photography. Correct. Yes. I said it right. Hopefully. Um, and then 
Yeah, and have some sort of information listed there. Um, and then by that time, we'll have it all sorted yeah. out and you can see it. <laughs> exactly. We're rolling with this. And that was the big thing. We just wanted to start it. We just wanted to get our message yep. out there and get you guys excited about what's to come. Yeah. So we're going to lead by example here and it's not perfect and we're still learning um, because, but we have a lot we want to share and we're excited about it. So thank you for coming, sticking on this journey or joining in. If you're hearing this and you've not heard any episodes of this podcast before, there's, I think, 25 episodes um, listed. So go back and listen to some other stories that have been told. Um, and yeah, hopefully soon we'll have uh, more to share. Yay. So thank you. Excited. I'm excited. Kate's excited. <laughs> yeah, we're rolling. We're so excited. So stoked. So we will see you all on the next episode. Bye. See you.